As a Child, God's Call to Littleness, by me, Phil Steer. Episode 4, Childish. When I was a child, I talked like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put childish ways behind me. Oh, grow up! Act your age! Stop being so childish! What parents have not, at some time or other, uttered exclamations such as these in utter exasperation at their child's behaviour? We are generally fairly willing to indulge childish behaviour from the very young. Indeed, we might even find it rather amusing and endearing. But as our children grow older and begin to learn how they ought to behave, we find it less and less acceptable when they don't do as they should. And quite right too. The Apostle Paul seems to echo these cries of the exasperated parent in his letter to the churches in Corinth and Ephesus. Put childish ways behind you. Stop thinking like children. No longer be infants and grow up. What could be clearer? Childhood is for children, not for adults. We're not meant to remain stuck in the patterns of thought and behaviour that characterised our early years. As we grow older, we are to grow up, to develop, to mature. This is the way of things, the way that life should be. When we think back to our children's early years, when we look at old photos and watch old home movies, we may perhaps sometimes experience a touch of nostalgic sadness. But the truth is that we wouldn't want them to stay that way forever. For of course there are some children who do not fully mature, be that physically, mentally, emotionally or socially, and this can be a cause of great sadness. But in calling for us to become like little children, Jesus is not saying that we should not grow and mature, and he is certainly not saying that we should continue in childish behaviour. His call is for us to become not childish, but childlike, and there is a world of difference between the two. Indeed, sad to say, were it childish behaviour that Jesus seeks, there would be little need for him to encourage us in it, since this comes perfectly naturally to most of us. It needs no special effort on my part to be immature, insecure, irresponsible and infantile, and I suspect that I am not alone in this. We can all be self-centred, attention-seeking and manipulative. We can all get angry and sulk if we don't get what we want. Being childish is not something that most of us lose as we grow up. We might become better at hiding such childish reactions, but that childish nature remains with us no matter how old we get. Being childlike, as we shall see in the coming chapters, is something entirely different. If we look at Paul's words in context, we see that he is in no way discouraging childlike behaviour. His comment about putting childish ways behind him occurs towards the end of his teaching about love, famous for its use in countless wedding services. Prophecies will cease, tongues will be stilled, knowledge will pass away, but love will remain. When perfection comes, the imperfect disappears. Paul is cautioning a church that has become too preoccupied with the spiritual gifts. The gifts are important, but not that important. When compared with love, they are but childish things. Ultimately, they will be left behind, as all childish things must be. When God's kingdom comes in all its fullness, there will no longer be any need for spiritual gifts. They will pass, but love will remain. Similarly, when Paul tells the church in Corinth to stop thinking like children, 
he is again concerned with their attitude to spiritual gifts, and in particular the gift of tongues. They are not to be like a child with a new toy, playing with the gifts for their own pleasure and amusement. Rather, they are to exercise the gifts with wisdom and understanding, and to seek to grow in those gifts that build up the church. The gifts are given for the good of others, not to inflate our egos. Again, it is a childish attitude to the gifts, immature, self-centred and attention-seeking, that Paul is counselling against. What then of Paul's instruction to the believers in Ephesus that they are to grow up and no longer be infants? This seems clear enough, but again the context reveals a different story. The infants that Paul refers to are those whom he characterises as being tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of men in their deceitful scheming. In other words, to be an infant is to have an unsteady and an uncertain faith, too easily drawn away from the truth of Christ by the lies of the world. It is being worldly, being immature in our faith, neither knowing nor living the truth of God's word. This is not the way we should be. Instead, we are to grow up into Christ, into his truth, into his love, into the fullness of all that he is and all that he desires us to be. Put childish ways behind you. Stop thinking like children. No longer be infants. Grow up. As we have seen, none of these statements from Paul in any way runs counter to Jesus' call for us to become more childlike. We are not to be immature in the level of our love. We are not to be immature in our use of the spiritual gifts. We are not to be immature in our understanding and practice of God's word. We are to grow out of such childish ways. But we are also to grow into the likeness of a child. As I hope is clear, I am in no way suggesting that we should revert entirely to the attitudes and actions of childhood, rejecting all aspects of our adult life and faith. We should of course welcome and encourage the maturity, knowledge and experience that we gain as we grow into adulthood, for there are many situations and tasks and challenges that we need to approach as adults, drawing upon all the resources with which our years have endowed us. When Jesus sent out the twelve disciples, he counselled them to be as shrewd as snakes and as innocent as doves. He was, in effect, instructing them to combine the wisdom that comes from age and experience with the simplicity of a little child. An echo of his wider call for us to live undivided lives, our adult self and our childlike self journeying together, hand in hand, united as one. We know just what it means to live as adults. It's what we do, naturally, instinctively, for the most part unthinkingly. Our adult self assumes his place as of right, whilst the little child is pushed to the margins. Hence, there is little need in the chapters that follow for me to keep putting the adult perspective, to give voice to the adult whom we know so well, and who all too often dismisses and drowns out the voice of the child. My purpose, therefore, is simply to do as Jesus did, to call forward our childlike self, to bring him out of obscurity, and to place her right in the centre of what it means to live in the fullness of the Kingdom of God. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of As a Child. I do hope you'll join me as I read the rest of the book. 
please do subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already. And I'd be so grateful if you would rate, review and share so that more people can get to hear it. Thank you so much. Next episode welcomes. <laughs>